Welcome back to the Modern Real Estate Agents with Johnny and Lizzie Phillips. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us again. As we teased last week, this is going to be a guest interview day. And today we are very excited that we have Tanya Van Rickley here with us. Welcome, Tanya. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. And welcome. You- I just said welcome. Hey, welcome <laughs> you're yourself. Welcome. You're okay? welcoming the people. Yeah. You're already, you're starting off welcoming, so it works. Um, so we kind of teased that we met Tanya. Well, we've met Tanya. I think I've met you two or three times now, but we saw each other um, when we were up in Baltimore mm-hmm. this two weeks ago, I guess now. And we were like, you need to come on the podcast. We love what you're doing and we want you to share with what you're doing and your story because it's so impactful. I mean, I've heard your story multiple times and Tanya was like, I might cry. I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'll be crying right there with you. <laughs> so yes, I'm crying. Liz yeah. has been crying all, all oh, morning, actually. I didn't even, I, I didn't even tell you this before we got on, but I had the worst closing of my whole career five years today. And Johnny had a hard one too. We both have had a It was day. a weird one, yeah. I'm telling you. But we had two closings, so that counts. Yeah. Hey, we got paid. <laughs> they closed. We got paid. Tears of uh, pain and tears of joy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. Right. All the emotions. But yeah, so I'm going to kind of go into it a little bit. Tanya is you know, she was a top producing agent in Encinitas, California. She is like a disc profile guru, which we talked, we, we shared an Uber together to the airport and we talked about that, that we, we both want to go through her disc, yeah, for disc sure. profiling of ourselves so we can learn more. Um, she's a native San Diegan who made her way to Florida by way of Colorado. And she's an Ironman triathlete y'all. I did not know that. I, I was like, oh, that sounds kind of badass. And then I read afterwards what that actually is. A hundred and forty point six mile race with swimming, biking, and running. Like, nope. Oh, I could do that. That's it, no big it's deal. gonna take me a long time to get to somewhere doing that. But I yeah. might be, I might be crazy. <laughs> and then most recently she just had open heart surgery. And I remember that seeing that happening. And then like within a couple months, you're you're back doing your go ruck events. I'm like you are a strong human being. <laughs> Very strong. So I don't want to like steal any more of her thunder, but Tanya, tell us a little bit about who you are. What is your big passion right now in life? Because, you know, we've we've learned a little bit about it um, through talking with you with your Life Reset 2.0 and would love for you to go into that today. So just tell us just about go. you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me get the tissues. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I mean, you, thank you for that introduction. And I'm, you can either call me TVR, Tilo, you know, sometimes <laughs> okay. I got the booty, so <laughs> <laughs> not looking as good as hers. <laughs> um, so I am, um, also, um, one of my roles is I'm a mother to a 20 and 22 year old. Um, my daughter's in her fifth year of college in Colorado Springs. And I'm, I'm sorry, not Colorado Springs, Grand Junction. And she is taking, um, uh, finishing her fifth year and she's going to be a uh, outdoor recreation major. No way. That's yes. so fun. That is awesome. And so you would think that that would just be something that wouldn't be a major, but I mean, definitely it's my Colorado. Colorado, <laughs> I mean, that's right? my mini me. And then I have a 20 year old son who lives with me, and he's with Shout out to Ethan. We love Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. We call, you guys got to call him Ethan Boy. 
because it's Ethan like an boy. Islander thing. Yeah. So okay, Ethan okay. boy. So my mom's from Guam. So <laughs> no way. Okay, Guamanian. Not to be mistaken with Romanian. Yeah, I'm sure you get that. Because <laughs> I do. I tell people I'm Guamanian. They're like, "Oh, I know a bunch of Romanians." I'm like, no. "Oh, it's just like the Swedish in Switzerland." I was going to oh, say Swiss all chocolate's the time. so good because my family lives in Sweden, and I'm like, "Yeah, Swiss chocolate is really good." I just mm-hmm. answer with that. No, I'm like, "What am I going to say?" Like, I'm not going to sit here and educate you. <laughs> no, not at all. So Ethan Boy is what everybody has the word boy at the end of their name. So that's Ethan. Boy. Okay. So that's who I am. And today I'm actually living in Jacksonville Beach, Florida for now, making my way back to Colorado. Yeah. A girl who loves to snowboard and hike and climb, which I'll tell you about later. Climbing during open heart surgery with my daughter was really <laughs> fun and terrifying. Um, and I'm a John Maxwell leadership coach. Like mm-hmm. you said, a disc coach. And I love coaching discs. Many of us have had disc, like all of us have had disc sessions, right? Right. Yeah. Like, yep. have you had a disc session? Okay, cool. Like, what are you good at? And what do you suck at? Right. Mm-hmm. And then most people take the, what do you suck at? And they're like, focus on that. Um, that actually yeah. is one of my passions is helping people believe in themselves through the mm-hmm. disc. Mm-hmm. But there's the, there's a little like, uh, there's a way that you can tell people actually in the areas that they are not good weaknesses or lack of a better word, where they suck in life yeah. <laughs> without telling them they suck. <laughs> so I'm mm-hmm. doing that. I'm also just like you guys coaching realtors. I love that. And then I also coach people on the life reset 2.0. Okay. Talk a little bit more about that. I've heard that tossed around. I want to know more about the life reset. Well, I feel like you, you'll get into it a little bit when you share what's kind of gone on in the last year of your life. I feel okay. like that's All kind right. of, I'll is, be patient. Is that Fine, kind of whatever. the... It's interesting. The reset actually happened in 2016, and that's where life reset came from. The 2.0 came from recently. Okay, that's right. That's right. I was like, I knew the 2.0 comes in somewhere. Okay, yeah. Yes. Do you want me to start there? Sorry, I I derailed this. Go. Yeah, go go. there. Okay, let me breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In 2016, my kids were in, we were living in San Diego. So this is where the re- life reset came in. Mm-hmm. And this is where my passion is. Um, gosh, why am I already starting to cry? Because you know it's I, a safe place. I think because I realized that the reset came from, from that day. It was like an epiphany. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2016, I went through a divorce. Um, I was married to my husband. That term means he was my husband. <laughs> That's my favorite. I love I, that. I like that term a little bit better than my ex. Than ex. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he was also in real estate too. And I was on, I was on a team with him. And we actually back then in San Diego, we we had a team and we were top producers and we were top of the um, our game at Coldwell Banker. And then I met Chris Heller. And then I ended up actually working with Chris Heller the former CEO of Keller Williams. And funny thing is, is our daughters went to um, kindergarten together. No way. Wow. Yeah. So he's actually one of my personal mentors and a friend of mine. And so um, anyway, so I was working there in real estate, went through the crash, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I had my license since I was um, 20, when for 20 years when my son was born and my daughter was six months, I'm sorry, 22 months. And um, went through the crash 
And a lot happened through the crash and after the crash, we lost everything. Mm-hmm. And this is a re- a part of the reason why I like the Life Reset 2.0. This business is just so lucrative and amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also have the heart for helping people because I have a total disdain for people that are in financial pain. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, because it affects marriages, it affects everything. And I do believe that it affected my family in so many ways. So we went through, we went through our, our um, divorce. I thought I was doing good. I was like, awesome. I got my mojo back. I got my body back. And then I went to the (laughs) Philippines and I was like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. And, um, you know, I won't go into all the detail until you, unless you guys ask me, um, my son, um, was having a hard time mm-hmm. uh, in school and he was failing in all his classes and he was retreating and he was playing video games, like just so into video games and stopped being the social, amazing kid mm-hmm. that he was. Sure. And I was just like, oh, those aren't your friends, you know, like, and he's like, no, they're my friends. I'm like, no, they're not. They're your imaginary <laughs> friends. Like I hated it. I hated video games. Yeah. Right. And you realize that when kids are going through depression, like those really are their friends. Mm -hmm. And so um, basically um, to fast forward, uh, he had a hard day one day and I was trying to get him set up to uh, pass his classes so he wouldn't fail. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got into a little argument. He went upstairs and, you know, the mama bear that I am, I had an instinct. Mm -hmm. And um, my instinct was, um, I walked in on him taking his life. And so, <laughs> sorry. It's no, so it's crazy. Okay. Right there. <laughs> I mean, you see my son and when I look at him, I'm like, I would, I missed all those. I could have missed yeah. all these amazing moments, mm-hmm. but there's such a blessing from it all. And I do want to talk about the blessing from his suicide attempt. So anyways, I caught him on t- in time. I, you know, took him to the hospital and I realized that like, this wasn't, you know, some people cry for help and try those things, mm-hmm. but his wasn't a cry for help. It was a permanent thing. Mm-hmm. And I just walked in within seconds to help him, mm-hmm. you know? So <laughs> the good news is, is this, right? Um, well, this, I just want to go back. Cause I do feel like this is a really transparent episode is when yeah. I was there, part of his bullying was divorce. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I take my own part in it or part of his attempt was divorce. Um, I do feel like he, as the boy of a sing- single mom at the time, right? He felt a role that he had to fill mm-hmm. and he was watching mm-hmm. me just be so strong, but also be so weak. And he was taking that burden on because he's so, um, so just, so empathetic he's his s Mm -hmm. is off the charts and Mm -hmm. he's an i so like he has adhd like crazy (laughs) me and him could be twins at this point because that is all me all those things you just said is me so (laughs) i can understand him on a new level now (laughs) yes like he's about to get on adhd meds for the first time this week because he's so post that's awesome yeah yes so anyhow um Going back to that is uh, he was getting bullied. He was being maliciously bullied mm-hmm. and I saw all the signs and I was, I was actually, I didn't know he was getting bullied, but I saw all the other kids getting bullied. And mm-hmm. so 
I just want if anyone's listening to this that is a bully, right? Because sometimes we don't know that we're bullies. And this is what I love about the disc, right? Mm -hmm. My one of my missions is to build better leaders. And part of that mission is to build emerging leaders. And in this Mm -hmm. business, you have all these celebrity real estate agents that want their little minions. And then because it's such a high stress industry and a scarcity industry, people act like that. They they bully their teams. And so why I love the disc is I get to tell them, uh, I don't know if you've ever known this, but you're a bully. (laughs) Talking to you D's out there. Yes, (laughs) D's, like chill out, slow the Ferrari down, like Mm -hmm. hire me to do a disc coaching session. (laughs) Right. Um, So anyways, they got bullied. So the good news is, is God, was with us. That moment had to happen in our lives because a lot of people suffer with depression and Mm -hmm. suicidal ideations. And it's talked about more these days, but the fact that he got to do that young and then now he's here shows Mm -hmm. him the tools that he needs. So let's talk about the reset. So the reset came from, he was in a hospital for 10 days and he was like wanting to come home and they were deciding if he was gonna go into a hospital. And I was like, no, I go, you know what, Ethan, we're going to, we're going to do a life reset. I'm actually going to move you to Colorado. I'm going to move your environment. Have you, you've always wanted to snowboard, right? Cause we we're all snowboarders. They all yeah. want to snowboard more. And he's like, yeah, yeah. we're snowboarding. I'm like, all right, change your environment to change your life. Yes. And basically I wow. decided not to put him back into the school mm. that was going to ridicule him again. And now they knew he had that attempt. And sure. so we did a complete life reset and that's where that came from. Instead of putting in him into like on meds, he never took one med, you guys wow. never took one med because people go temporarily insane in the minute. And it doesn't mean you got to feed them with meds. It means sure. that you're having a life crisis. Mm-hmm. And usually with our crisis, we have to change our state of mind Mm-hmm. And sometimes we have to have mass, take massive, massive um, action to just change our environment, even though we're leaving people behind because we have to run to something. That's that's huge. And that's so brave. Like I've, I think about that every once in a while. And like I know that we could get up and move our business if we had to, but that's a huge jump. I mean, it's a huge leap of faith for anyone. And to do that for your family, that's incredible. It was really hard. Um, mm-hmm. So I told him, okay, this is your life reset. And a couple years in, he both of my kids said, you know what, mama, this is your life reset too. Because nature is therapy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I was in the same town. I had been with my husband since 16 years old. I needed change. Wow, yeah. And so that's where that came from. And then there's the 2.0, but you guys let me know where I should go from here. Hey, we're we're just here. Yeah. I'm here. I'm along with the ride. Okay. Yeah. So catch everybody up on what kind of has happened in the last year of your life, then. So last year of my life, you know, I'm in Jacksonville Beach, Florida. You know, I'm I'm in my zone, doing go ruck events. You know, I'm happy. <laughs> my son's here, and things are great. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time things are really great, you should like, really, you should be looking running. at each other like, yo, it's coming. <laughs> what's coming? I feel like that's a warning right now. I <laughs> <laughs> things are great for us, but. <laughs> exactly. So last year, 
Um, October, uh, I'm sorry, November 18th, 2021, I had double bypass open heart surgery as a 47-year-old Ironman woman, athlete, super healthy. Um, basically, when they go, you go through bypass surgery, they stop your heart, and then they bring you back and all that. Um, but what happened was, is, you know, people have asked me, like, how did you find out? It's so weird, because um, a year before my surgery, uh, I was within two years, I had heart palpitations. And just like meaning when I go work out for the first five or 10, 15 minutes, and yeah. then it would adjust. And I was like, mm -hmm. something's wrong. But yeah. then just like many of us, I was like, I'm just not, I'm just not good enough. Right. I was saying that in my mind, I'm like, I'm, I'm carrying 15 pounds. I need to work out more. I just need to do more. Like my heart will be yeah. better if I just do better, right? If I'm just to do better. Just keep pushing that heart. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's so crazy. Like it's been such an epiphany that even when I was in high school, I had a, I had a exercise induced uh, asthma. And I realized that back then I had heart problems. I had 85% blockage <gasps> left main. The doctor basically came in and I'll, I'll, I'll start here. And the doctor, the doctor came in and said, um, you have, it's your, he, he says, it's your lucky day. <laughs> and he says, you have 85% blockage in your left main. Um, you will not survive a heart attack and you will not live more than five years. So this was November 10th of last year. So the stubborn person I am, when I did find out, like I had this backwards heart, I basically, how I found out is I, I just thought, oh, I guess I have new insurance now. I should go get a checkup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, cool. Like I got insurance and I did have COVID and, you know, I heard that if you tell them you've had these symptoms or whatever, that they could uh, accelerate like some of the tests. Uh -huh. I went in, I'm like, oh, I had this, you know, I had it and. Uh, can I get my heart checked? And they're like, oh, okay. Otherwise, I really doubt looking at me, they would have ever let me get yeah. at 47. Well, yeah, you're super healthy. You're super athletic. I mean, what would there's no red flags. I, no red flags. I don't understand where the 85% blockage even came from. I'm sure you're eating great. Like, like <laughs> right? what, what is going on here? Well, okay. So that goes back to um, I go in, I get heart checked. And um, they they asked me, so this is really good to know. Anyone that's going to get a heart check, they said, okay, um, uh, yeah, we'll do a check. Do you want to do a stress test or do you want to do an MRI? And I was like, well, I mean, if I had an option, who wouldn't do an MRI? Mm -hmm. Who wouldn't actually want to look at their heart? Yeah. He's like, well, it has to get it. It has to get accepted by the insurance. I'm like, okay, well, choice one, choice A is the MRI. Choice two is the stress test. By the grace of God, you guys, the MRI got approved. And because I'm having some insurance issues, that was the only thing that they paid for, which <laughs> saved my life. So I guess I, there are blessings there. But I found out through the MRI, three weeks after I had gotten back from hiking in the mountains at elevation with my daughter, Right. And let me tell you, I have a video of that. I was struggling. I was on the verge of death. I found this out uh, two months after I had uh, I had done a 24-hour GORUCK event in August. Uh -huh. Now, GORUCK events are where special forces cadres basically 
yell at you and put you through this Green Beret training and you literally have no sleep. You have, I have probably 35 or 40 pounds on my back the whole time. And then you carry guys, dudes or girls or logs. We were carrying a 200 pound log. Oh my gosh. So, 24 hours. Oh, and I had a Red Bull and I never drink Red Bull. <laughs> it killed me. No wonder why I could stay awake that one event. And, and then in September, I went to 9-11 on um, the 9-11 Memorial in mm-hmm. New York. And I did a 12-hour go ruck event with no sleep. And that, that one starts at nine o'clock at night. By the way, if anybody ever does this, if you think you're a badass, like you got to do a night event. Right. Ugh. Like anybody's anybody could be anybody really can do something in the day. Yes. Yeah. In the day. <laughs> but at night, like you're dealing with the demons, you're talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Anyway, so I did that event in September. Then I went hiking in November. I come back and they were like, oh, like we have these. We know why you're having these these, you know, symptoms. You have a backwards heart pretty much. And I'm like, what? They're like, no, really, it's so rare. It's basically 0.02% of the entire population (gasps) that they only find them when people are dead. Dead. So I am the athlete. Mm. I'm the athlete that dies at events. Exertion kills people like me. Sure. Yep. Uh, Yep. That's a thing. Mm -hmm. So basically... Three doctors, cardiologists and everything could not find um, any case studies, like rare, 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 that they basically just found them when they were already dead. Mm-hmm. So when I found out that, he's like, yeah, you have a backwards heart bubble. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And what I found out, it said is exertion would kill you. So I, I asked him, I said, before he told me that, I said, okay, cool. Well, I have an event this weekend. <laughs> I go, yeah, it's called the Chad 1000. Like, can I do that event? And he's, he's like, no, like you don't understand. Like it says right here that exertion will kill you. I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> I've been just, doing it. I've been doing it. I just warm up. And so, <laughs> so he goes, no, honey, you need to go see a cardiac cath. You need to do a cardiac cath which I didn't know what that is either. I thought they were just going to like, I don't know, do a sonogram. <laughs> and uh, then you no. go get a, a little more intense. Yeah. You go to get a cardiac cath and they basically stick, um, they stick a scope up your artery yeah. and they go yep. into your heart and then mm. they stopped. And you know, what's really crazy about that story is I normally fall asleep in those kinds of things because fun fact, I also have had spinal surgery when I was nine. I was going paralyzed. My gosh. And um, and I didn't have any problems with my back. I was a star athlete in my school. I was the uh I was the most athletic in my school. I was um, <laughs> basketball and softball um leaders. All I had zero back problems. And the other fun fact is I actually have webbed toes. I'm a mermaid. No way. Well, that helped in your hey, triathlon, I guess. Girl's a swimmer. Okay. <laughs> well, funny thing is, you would think people, I never had anybody jealous of my toes except for triathletes. Except for Dinah. <laughs> They're like, what? They think like I have this competitive advantage. Superpower. I go, okay, see this booty? Like if it weren't that big, maybe I would be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so anyway, so fast forward, um, when we did, when they did do the cardiac cap and they came in and said, exertion will kill you, 
and the doctor said, you only have, you won't live more than five years. That doctor did not know anything about my history. I would have probably died that weekend. Wow. Because that was the hardest event that I was you would have done. Sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So the reset. Should we go in life reset 2.0? Let's do it. Let's go. Okay. So I go in, I have heart surgery. It actually was great. Um, you know, besides hallucinations, there's a lot there that I'm gonna share. That kind of sucked. <laughs> it sucked and it was painful and it was scary. And I didn't know if I was gonna wake up and wondered you know, if I was going to die. Um, and the night before my heart surgery, um, I was doing my will with my brothers and Whoa. going over my life insurance policy with my 20 year old. And what I said, I called my kids and I said, if I do not wake up, have I lived an amazing life? They're like, hells yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, we all have. I said, so what I want you to do is play my birthday, play my, they have a podcast. It's like a death podcast song. <laughs> and I was like, play all my songs, throw me a birthday party, not a funeral. And I want you to take my ashes and I want you to take them everywhere. I wanted to take you guys, which is Alaska, Guam, Switzerland. And I want you to take grandma on to Guam. And they were like, okay, mama. So like, I'm really well physically, but like mentally going through that super, super hard. Right. Mm. And the night before you're looking at your life insurance policy and I'm like, oh shit, like <laughs> their names are wrong. <laughs> Cause I knew oh it. My God. Yeah, their names were spelled wrong and it wasn't my fault. It was the guy. And so I literally had to like, I think it was the day of, but to make it light, my brothers were here putting up a tree and they were like, Hey, they're like, don't finish that. They're like, before you finish that, can you donate your web toes to Ripley's Believe It or Not so we can have lifetime membership? <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you're concerned about I mean, about they're right thinking now. ahead. Thank I you. like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. So anyway, so so I'm sitting here like um, maybe, I don't know if it was a week or two weeks after surgery. And I was just like, I was scared, but I was like, I'm not going to let this beat me. Like, Tanya, stop. Stop mm -hmm. thinking that you're done. Stop thinking mm -hmm. that your life is over. Stop, like, going to the worst. You are better than this. You're a coach. Like, man up, you know, and I'm talking to myself. Yeah. And that's when I was like, you know what? I'm not done yet. Like, this mm -hmm. ain't happening. Yeah. And that's what I was like, Tanya, and I wrote a post. Tanya 2.0 is being birthed right now. Get ready, world. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, oh my God, I love that. Yeah. And from that, the life reset from Colorado with my son's reset, mm -hmm. our reset, and the life reset 2.0 is birthed. Mm -hmm. And the clients that I help with that um, just align with that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like, yeah, you're it's really cool being a coach and being able to coach people through your seasons of life and finding the clients that are ready for you in the season that you're in and you can pour that right back into them is so cool. Yes. I love it. I love it. And you never know, like God uses you for so many different things. And I didn't think that, you know, I'd be talking about suicide of my child because I was very, um, judgy when I was younger because I'm a rule follower, right? Sure. Yeah. I was like, oh, their kid's bad because they're alcoholics, you know, or mm -hmm. their kid's bad because they work too much and that kind of thing. And, you know, I was a good mom and I was super loving mom. And it's really humbled me a lot to understand mental health mm -hmm. 
and to really realize that putting people in a box and expecting all these crazy things of them because we're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Mm. Sometimes, you know, we have to slow down and realize that our kids are individuals and so are our spouses. And mm-hmm. and that sometimes we're not great parents. Sometimes we talk. <laughs> I, you know, I've been listening to like audiobooks and podcasts like crazy about parenting. And I think the one thing that continues to stick out to me is like, if you get it right 70% of the time, you're going to be an amazing parent and we're gonna mess up. Like I am going to screw my kid up in certain ways. He's going to need therapy later down the road. Like it is what it is. Yeah. I think you have to prepare for that. Yeah. And so I think it is, I mean, we can't, and like seeing, you know, constantly reminding myself, I am a good mom. I am a good mom. And yeah, I yelled at my kid. I'm a good mom. And Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't have the time to spend with him today, but I'm still a good mom. Yes. I love that. And also to let go of guilt, right? Mm -hmm. Because I did hold on to that for a while because I got so frustrated with him that day and I got angry. Mm -hmm. And that's when he went upstairs and cried. Um, But guess what? He's here. He's living with me. He said, if I'm going to be successful, mama, I need to live with you. And my daughter at the time said the same thing. If I'm going to be successful, I need to live with you. That's amazing. Wow. Well, I mean, what a testament to like you as a mom that they could leave, you know, they, they have the capacity to, and they see that you're that much of an asset to mm-hmm. their life that they want to be around you that much. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Like, it's hard though. Like, cause they see the bad, you know, and they know how to duck. I'm like, are you traumatized from childhood? He's like, yeah, I used to throw plates and stuff. I was like, cool. Now you know how to dodge things. <laughs> <laughs> Life lesson. You're welcome. I'm like, I never threw it at you. I just threw it on the floor. Like, <laughs> yeah. Again, 70% of the time. Yeah. My mom used to th- throw things when I, ever since mm. I was younger. So then I did. <laughs> It makes sense, right? Yeah. Now I try not to. <laughs> and now I don't, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. So what's okay, so you're you're you've kind of done your 2.0 reset. You're coming up on a year anniversary of your surgery. You're thriving. I know you feel like you give yourself a hard time about your physical appearance, but you look amazing if I could reiterate that a ton to you. Um, you know, like what where where do you see yourself headed and like how can our listeners kind of connect with you and what could you maybe, if, if anybody's like, oh my gosh, I just felt like I felt you in this podcast, how could they reach out to you and what, what are you kind of doing right now for people? So when you say, where am I headed? Where am I headed with programs that I'm doing or physically? Yeah. I mean, I mean, where is Tanya headed? You know, like business, um, anything you want to share? So first of all, um, my first thing is to um, be mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually well. Mm-hmm. And so how do I do that is first, I my knowing that movement saved my life. Um, mm-hmm. I have a saying that says move more to be more. Yeah. That when my doctors did the test, they were like, okay, this is so weird. Like you mm-hmm. have no heart disease. But you had disease in the heart because your backwards heart, the artery was creating turbulent blood flow like the mm-hmm. like the ocean hitting the sand and mm-hmm. it created disease and blockage. But I literally have no heart disease. So I'm on no meds. I had no restrictions. I could go do keto the next day and drink alcohol. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Going down on like medical journals. And that's why I went to. <laughs> 
that's why I went snowboarding at 12 weeks of into my heart surgery. (laughs) And then I'm doing these events, but where I'm headed is one, I still have some proving to do physically because I'm trying to get that back. I want to do another 12 or 24 hour go ruck event in the next six months. Um, I'll probably do a 12, (laughs) I'll probably do a 12 hour one in the next two months. I think, um, I've been looking at some events, um, just getting myself also ready physically for snowboarding season because when your kids are yeah. you want to keep up with them. Yeah. Yes. But as far as my like where I'm going with my business and with this story is I've created a program called Life Reset 2.0. Mm-hmm. And the 2.0 is I focus on um middle-aged women that are looking for to create that 2.0 version of themselves. Mm-hmm where they usually, most of the women that I work with are um, already making like a ton of money and they don't trust women. And somehow someone told them about me and they call me and they're like, I heard I'm supposed to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll give it a chance. (laughs) Yeah, and they're like making all this money and I I made it, but I'm not happy. A lot of them part is either their health, uh, where they're not taking care of their body, Uh, They're eating too much or they're not eating enough and they're not taking care of their mental health. Mm. And so that's a program, Life Reset 2.0. And I'm also creating a program, 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth for Realtors. And this is like, um, I'm going to be launching it soon because I think in real estate, we talk so much about the numbers and numbers and numbers, right? Mm -hmm. And as a coach, you know, I realized that you can like call someone and do drive-by coaching. Like, Hey, how are your numbers? How many calls did you make? What'd you do? And they're like, I made two. And you you have to go like, what was it about you? This amazing person that has these amazing goals. Why didn't you make those fun phone calls? And, and I get, to, I have the ability because I can talk about all these hard things. I could talk mm-hmm. about depression. I could mm-hmm. talk about uh, comparison. I could talk about suicidal ideations. Mm-hmm. And that's why I do think that when we tap into the uh, the self, right? To know yourself is to grow yourself. That's when we can go to the next level because what is repelling people about our personality and who we are today? Because you attract who you are, yeah. right? And I always say, don't be a two looking for a 10. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so like, you know- Get to it's a 10 all, to attract a 10. Yes, that- You know, it's if you want to increase your price point, right? Or if you want to increase, you want to start working with like business owners or you want to go um, to a more fluent area or 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 make more money, then you have to be that person or you have to you have to to emulate that person to get there. Yeah, totally agree with you. 100 percent. That's amazing. Okay, so if people wanted to to join this how would they get, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Do you Instagram? What do you think? What's the best way? So you can find me um, all over the place as an yeah. ID. I'm all over the place with no strategy. <laughs> 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 I'm on Facebook. I, I like YouTube. Um, I do some Instagram. Yes. But if they wanted, if they were interested in like the Life Reset 2.0, or they were interested in the 15 invaluable laws of growth for realtors. Mm-hmm. They can, um, I can put a Google form here in the show notes for you. Perfect. We'll do show notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, Perfect. or they can email me at movement leadership group at gmail.com. Okay. 
movementleadershipgroup at gmail.com. Okay. We'll put that in the show notes too. So that's where you guys can get a hold of her. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, thank you so much for coming on and being so open and transparent and honest. That's what I think that's one of the first things that really attracted me to you is I was like, I love her vulnerability and honesty. Yes. So open book. Love you guys. Yes. Well, we appreciate your time so much. And I hope, you know, some people reach out to you because what you have to offer is so valuable. I mean, every time we have a conversation, Mm -hmm. I take away some nugget of wisdom that we implement into our life. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes, Yes. absolutely. Okay. Well, we're going to do our sign off. You want to do it or me do it? Uh, Knock yourself out. Okay. Bye. Peace out.